Hey there, hardworking mama, and welcome to another exciting episode of Moms Who Mean Business, the Kate Rotten Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Rotten, and I'm thrilled to have you here today. On this show, we dive deep into the adventures of mom life and business with a whole lot of grit, grace, and growth. Whether you're juggling snack negotiations and conference calls or taking life one PTA meeting at a time, you are in the right place. <laughs> I promise we'll keep it real, share some amazing stories, and maybe even share a few embarrassing mom moments along the way. After all, life isn't perfect, and that's what makes it beautifully messy. So get ready to laugh, learn, and be inspired together as we explore the beautiful mashup of motherhood and business with a dash of humor to keep us all sane. Thanks for joining our movement where we celebrate your journey as a mom who means business. Hey there, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Moms Who Mean Business, the Kate Rotten podcast. Today, I'm about to unlock some serious marketing magic. I promise for the first time, maybe ever in your business, it's going to be tailored just for you, just for us, just for moms in business like you and me and the hundred thousand others of us in the world. These are strategies that are designed to coexist seamlessly with the chaos of our lives and ideally elevate your business in any phase of business that you're in. Who doesn't like that? I really wanted to dive right headfirst into biz mom approved marketing strategies. Now, I want to kind of take a step back for a second. Their term marketing strategies has a billion different explanations. So I want you to know this is less about you having something on a piece of paper that says on Monday, I'm going to do this. And on Tuesday, I'm going to do that. That's not what we're creating here. We can absolutely do an episode of that later on, but I feel like this is like an intro. This is just different strategies for you to consider when you're putting together your overall marketing plan. So this is a marketing, different marketing strategies, but if you want to talk about marketing plan, hit the comments, let me know. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, we're going to be diving into BizMom approved marketing strategies that you can put into your marketing plan. So whether you are knee deep in diapers or navigating teenage eye rolls, who knows what phase you're in, but these strategies are crafted to meet you right where you're at, regardless of the phase. And we're going to make adaptability your superpower. I know it makes us all feel like we have capes on, which we probably should as moms in business anyways. Okay. So the first thing is the magic of using marketing strategies that have been tailored for moms in business. So that this is really about why it's so important and there is magic in it and we are badass magic makers as women in the roles that we're in so i just want you to like soak in that for a minute okay so number one thing that i want you to think about when it comes to marketing strategies for your mom-led business i want you to think about them as being adaptable and strategically aligned with your business we are not buying a golden key. We are not talking about purchasing from someone else. I am talking about this being within you and you creating this marketing plan using these strategies because it's adaptable and it makes sense for you in the phase of life that you're in. So we are nixing shiny object syndrome because uh fallen for that one way too many times and for far too many years before it really clicked. And we are going to 
talk about these strategies that have been proven by myself and by my clients. Second thing is that we need to embrace the importance and the power of coexisting in life and business. So these are not two parallel silos that we navigate. These are intermeshed. They cross-contaminate repeatedly throughout the day. So I want you to repeat after me. And if you don't know this about me yet, you're going to know real soon. Repeat after me. Balance does not exist. Did we hear that? Do I need to say it again? I'm going to say it again. Ready? Repeat after me. Balance does not exist. Okay. We are not seals in an aquarium. We don't balance. We prioritize. Okay, so we're going to like nix the word balance out of our vocabulary. We no longer know what it means, the pressure it brings. It's gone. We prioritize. We know that kids get sick. We know that snow days happen. We know that summer break is a bitch. Oops, outside voice. I mean, summer break is delightful. And I love spending two and a half months at home alone playing snack bitch and vying for entertainer of the year. It's my favorite. Truth is that regardless of what happens every day, every mom in business needs to be constantly prepared for the unknown day off or a hitch in their best laid plans because it will happen. It's not if, it's when. It is going to happen. We have to be prepared for it. Now we can't plan for it, but we can be prepared for it. And that's where these marketing strategies come in. So it's all about automating systematizing their key in your business. And it's the same with bringing on team members and outsourcing where you can. They're all key to putting marketing strategies and any strategy to use in your business. Now, it is critical that any marketing strategy that you consider is adaptable and that you can weave it into your busy mom schedule, but it will elevate your business. If it is not going to elevate your business, if it is going to cause sheer chaos, or if it is just simply not possible in your life right now, drop it. Let it go. Be like Elsa. Let it go. Because it ain't worth your time. It ain't worth your headache. And it's not going to get you the results you want because the energy behind it is just going to be a pain and suffering, not joy and excitement. So to do this, here's a couple things and strategies I want you to consider doing in your marketing plan. Number one is utilizing automation tools. So when you can leverage automation tools to streamline your marketing efforts, whether it's through scheduling social media posts, um, using something like, I don't know, Hootsuite or Buffer or ones that come to mind. I know they're kind of old school. I don't know if they're top of the line ones now, but they were back in my day. Um, Setting up email campaigns with automated sequences. So you don't always have to be there to do all the things but it allows you to nurture your leads and engage with your audiences. Any automation like that allows you to maintain a consistent online presence without the need for constant manual intervention. When I tell you that I personally personally am online, I don't know, one day a week if I'm lucky doing marketing for my business, 100% true. Could I do more? Sure, I probably could. Am I willing to commit that time right now in my busy life, business, all the things going on? It's just not going to happen. 
but I have amazing team who make sure that I show up consistently online, who take these podcast recordings and make them into something beautiful and promote them online. And I meet with them once a week when I don't double schedule myself. Um, and it's great, but those are automations and tools and systems that I've set up so that I don't have to be me in my business every day. Cause for me, that's exhausting and not where I want to spend my time, even though my whole business is around marketing, but it's about creating marketing plans and strategies so that you don't always have to be on and the person and the go-to because that's where burnout comes from. Number two, it's all about prioritizing high impact activities. So I'm going to dig a little deeper later on about this, but I want to like high level here. It's about identifying the high impact, if you will, or income opportunities for you that are in your marketing activities. So these are things that yield the most results for your business. And it's when you focus on these key activities that allows you to maximize your time and your energy in whatever limited capacity that might be. And it can be things like engaging with your audience on a specific platform. It might be creating content that you know that your potential clients or your audience are seeing or optimizing your messaging so that you can prioritize your efforts and align with your business goals. So this allows you to make sure that you are making the absolute most of your limited time. So what I don't want you to do is sit down and go, I'm going to show up on 10 different social media platforms. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a YouTube vlog and I'm going to write daily emails to my list. You cray cray girl. We ain't doing that. That's not what we're doing in 2024. In 2024, we are saying, what is going to my, be my deepest impacting activity? I'm going to focus my energy there. Okay, I'm doing that thing. It's functioning. We're good. I got systems there. I now have the energy to turn my focus somewhere else. I'm going to focus on this platform and these are my goals and this is what I'm going to go do. We are prioritizing and we are being really strategic, but also healthy in how we're doing it because I have been that 10 platform podcast, YouTube channel girl. It ain't healthy and no one liked her. Just saying. Okay. Now that we've got that out of the way, the next one is something that I struggled with but that my team has been amazing at doing, repurposing content. So for me, I put a video out there. I'm like, cool, everyone's seen my chickens, great. And that's it. Like that's dead end in my brain. When I look at other people's and other clients' content, I'm like, oh, you could do this and that and blah, blah, blah. But when it's in your own business, man alive, it's hard. So it really helps to have an outside opinion if this is a struggle for you. But when you can repurpose content, it is like a gold mine. You can literally just keep making more content out of what you already have. It's amazing. So say goodbye to creating entirely new content for different platforms and just start repurposing what you already have. And it will reach a wider audience with 
like minimal effort. I'm all about minimal effort, if you haven't caught on by now. So just to give you an example, because this can be a bit of a, like a mind scrambler for some people. So an example of repurposing content is, say that I take this podcast episode. I record it, send it off to my team. They do their thing. It's great. But what if I then turn it into a series of social media posts, right? Just based on what we've talked about already, do one post on utilizing automation tools. I could actually probably be five posts, but you know, let's make it light. And then I could do a post on prioritizing high impact activities. And I could do another post on repurposing content. Potentially there's three or 15 or a hundred different posts from what, 10 minutes of a podcast episode? So much content and you don't have to do it. You can send it to someone else and they can take your words that you say and put it into something beautiful. You could also create an infographic, right? Take all the content you've spit out in this podcast episode, put it all together in a pretty infographic and you're good to go. You could record the video of me recording these podcast episodes and put them up on YouTube. There's so many ways that you can take content and repurpose it. And it just simply allows you to create consistent messaging across various channels with little to no extra effort. It's like free marketing, if that exists. So above all else, what I want you to remember about this whole art of adapting your marketing and making sure that it's elevating your business and buying you more time, we are going to remember that adapting your marketing strategies for biz mom lifestyles is about prioritizing and finding your priority in the moment between consistency and flexibility and noting that you can be consistent by pre-recording content and turning it into a hundred different things or sending it off to your team, which then buys you flexibility. So by implementing these strategies, you can maintain an effective online presence for your business while navigating the guaranteed unpredictable schedule that comes with being a mom, operating a business and a household, and, you know, possibly having a personal life outside of that, which I'm impressed if you do. Okay. So I hope that that really stuck with you. That is the first area that I wanted to talk to you about, because it is really important that we understand that, you know, not everything we do in business is going to elevate our business. But when we focus our time and our effort and really hone in on our goals, we can make sure that everything we're doing is elevating our business. And we're not doing the mindless crap thinking that it's going to help us when really we all know that it's just a distraction and a procrastination strategy. Or is that just me? So the next thing that I wanted to share with you all is kind of the art of crafting your own marketing magical strategy. It's all about a kind of exploring these strategies that I'm sharing today and feeling into them and feeling, you know, does that feel good? Does that make sense? Does that fit with me right now? Is that crazy making in my life right now? I don't have a window into your life. I do know you're a badass. I do know that you go above and beyond in everything you do. And the only thing that stops you is the uncertainty or not knowing. And if we can get past that together by having some strategies that are proven, 
and a little bit of handholding because this just makes sense now, then my goal here is I'm mission accomplished. We're good to go. So I know that not all of this is going to work for you and maybe you're beyond some of this, but it also, even as I was writing my notes for this episode, it was also a moment of like, oh yeah, that's a great reflection. <laughs> Note to self, I should be doing that right now too. That's why things feel a little hectic. You know, it's those little things that allow us to kind of have those reminders. So when you're listening to this next section, I just want you to bear that in mind because we're going to explore how these different strategies can adapt to your unique schedule as a mom and a business mom. And it can turn the ordinary aspect of your life or things that feel a bit monotonous into really extraordinary phases in your biz mom life. It can help uplift areas that are feeling really challenging. It can help de-stress and lower some overwhelm in areas that you're just feeling a little flustered. All of those things happen when you apply different strategies to your business. So the number one thing to bear in mind here is that when you make marketing your ally in your daily life, you get ahead and you're allowed to actively work towards your business goals. So things like setting clear goals and priorities. Now, I touched on this earlier about how you have to prioritize high impact marketing. Here's what I'm talking about. When you define clear marketing goals that align with your overall business objectives, it allows you to prioritize activities that directly contribute to your goals. So here's a shocker alert for you. Successful marketing doesn't come from pulling random task ideas out of the sky. Whoa, right? Who knew pigs flew? Um, when you set clear goals and priorities in your business, you then open yourself up to the ability to identify what the high impact tasks are in your business. What is going to move the needle forward? What is your goal? Are you trying to get more clients? Are you trying to earn more money? Are you trying to scale your business? Those are very different goals, all very amazing goals, but have very different action steps. And when you get clear, then you can define what your high impact actions are going to be. It's all about identifying the high impact marketing strategies that resonate with your target audience. And most importantly, they must align with your values because maybe something that I do doesn't align with you. Maybe something that I do doesn't resonate with your audience. It doesn't make it good or bad. It's not something we can judge. It just is. It's a fact. So bear those things in mind, but start by setting clear goals and priorities for you and your business. Then create a realistic, and I'm going to express that and make it really, really important realistic marketing schedule. Now, why do I make it such a big deal that it's realistic? Because I I can't, I don't have enough fingers and toes nor does the people in my family to tell you how many times I've created a marketing schedule. It was absolutely insanity. There's no freaking way any human on earth, regardless of the size, could or should do those things. So be super really, really, really realistic. Make it achievable 
so that it fits into your daily life and doesn't feel like a constant failure that's weighing you down. If there is any way to make you feel crappy about yourself or like you're not doing enough or that you're failing in business, it's to create something like a marketing schedule that is absolute insanity and then hold yourself to it. Just don't do it. But keep in mind when you are doing it, things like your peak energy times. So if you are a morning person, don't plan on creating content, which uses the creative side of your brain at 10 o'clock at night. If your kids are running around in absolute chaos from 3.30 to 6, hopefully it's not just in my house, um, then maybe don't plan on trying to create content and do marketing tasks in that time. So your peak energy isn't necessarily your optimal work time, but it's when you're most creative. Use that time for marketing tasks. Plan different activities during those periods that require your creative brain and break down the tasks into manageable chunks so that it's more digestible, easier to just take action on without hesitation, without planning more things and make it so it's something that's achievable. So you look forward to it, get a dopamine hit out of it, and then can go out about the rest of your day feeling fucking fantastic. Sorry for the F-bomb. What I don't want you to do is make it so confining and stressful that you're constantly terrified of misstepping or you're constantly misstepping because you're resisting the structure of it and therefore just feeling crappy about it. Don't do that. Do it the right way. Do it the good way. Do it the feel-good, energy-boosting, dopamine-loaded way. Okay? Promise? While doing that, while being a badass, I want you in this dreading so cautiously because this took me so long and like there's there's so many layers to this onion but this took me so long and it's to embrace your authenticity so I I don't want to say that bad marketing isn't based on your authenticity but let's just say really good marketing is loaded with it when you can infuse that authenticity into your marketing efforts and you share genuine aspects aspects of your journey as a mom in business, that's what draws people in. That's what makes people connect. And when they see these you know, really authentic stories, dabble in your challenges and your successes and the daily realities of balancing business and motherhood and all the other things that life throws at us. And it helps to build trust. And it, more importantly, or most importantly, creates really relatable brand imaging. And those things are what people go, oh, I, I got to hire her. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. I resonate with that. It is so, so powerful when we're able to let our guard down and do that. And there's a few parameters. One, I have a rule that I never talk about something publicly on social media or as part of my marketing until it's done and dusted and I've learned all the lessons. And not necessarily because I've had a bad experience, but because my perspective on things changes as I go through something. So what might feel like a horrible thing at the beginning, at the end, I'm able to see what I learned and what went good and what went bad and what, what can someone else learn from that lesson. When you're in it, it can be really hard to identify the good and the bad. It just all feels crappy. So that's one rule, personal rule that I have is just don't talk about things 
publicly on social as part of your marketing until you are done going through it. That might be a week after if it's like a one-off situation. It might be a year later. To be honest, some of the things I've already shared on this podcast since we started, um, there are things that happened years ago, but I'm just now finally ready to talk about it. But when you can be authentic and just let your guard down and be you and not use your telephone phone voice, as my husband says, and just genuinely um, let yourself shine through, that's what people love. That's what people are attracted to when they can pick out genuine personality over marketing lingo. It just, you put two side by side and I know which one I'm going to pick. So it's, it's really powerful. It's not easy to do, but one way to do it is to leverage your mom moments in your marketing. And this is something that I've really started to do in the last year. Um, I know that some parents, moms aren't willing or interested in showcasing their kids on their marketing. And that is 100% okay. There are some parents who are okay with doing it, but they put smiley faces on their faces. 100% okay. You have to do what's right for you and your family and be willing to live with whatever the consequences or results may be. So this is not me saying go throw your kids up on social media. This is me saying consider what ways that might work for you and your family and 110% talk to anyone who should be involved in that conversation. If there's another parent, um, anything like that, even if you know, you're not currently with that partner, um, it's really important that everyone be on board because it is a, a pretty public thing that can blow up very quickly. And I've seen it happen. But when you are able to weave those mom moments into your marketing, even without showing your kids, it can really go hand in hand with embracing that authenticity because you're bringing your personal life into the good parts of your personal life um, into your business and kind of making it more relatable. Um, you can share things like behind the scenes glimpses of your daily routine, like making your kids lunches in the morning um, or walking your kids to the school bus or the moment they rush through the door when they get home, um, sitting in the car, the school parking lot, working on your laptop while you're waiting for them to come out, things like that, that relate to your business or relate to how you get through or how you get your client work done in the day. Um, and you can involve your family in the content creation. Maybe one of your kids holds the camera for you, or maybe one of them helps you with, you know, creating a reel or a story, anything like that, that allows you to weave your personal life. It really helps you to connect your personal experiences with your brand. And that's the human touch and the insight into your values that your ideal client, your audience are really going to resonate with. It's going to help kind of slim down who is and who isn't a good fit for you. So, you know, for my, my content, for example, does everyone love seeing videos of my chickens and the various aspects of my farm life in my stories on Instagram? Do they resonate with everyone? Probably not. In fact, I can say no, because there's some people in my family that I can think of that are terrified of chickens, but you know, that's fine because my stories and those glimpses into my life aren't necessarily talking about my chickens, but it's talking about how I have the ability to nurture, right? I have the ability to care. I have the ability to tend to something and be consistent and show up every day 
caring for those chickens because I love them and they're important to me, just like my clients work with me. The other thing, I love working with clients who have similar values as me. So if they see my lifestyle and they see what I'm doing every day with my kids or with my farmer, my animals, and they go, I'm an animal person. I love blah, blah, blah. And it resonates with them because maybe they can relate or they're striving for a similar lifestyle, or they know that I can relate to them and their business and their priorities and all the things going on in their life. Then that is my goal. That's all that matters to me. And that is the primary goal for myself and my marketing team to be relatable to the people it matters to most. The other people, will they watch it? Maybe. Will they keep scrolling by? Maybe. Will they say something mean about it? Probably not. But if they do, I hardly have time for the people who are in my life, let <laughs> alone the people who choose to, you know, not have kind words. So you have to pick your battles. You have to pick what's important to you. You have to stay true to your own values and those of your family. But if that's something that would be an option for you, even if it's just aspects of your lives without actually showing your children in your videos, but that embrace the fact that it's mom life and you work from everywhere and anywhere and are probably also juggling 10 things at the same time, then incorporate it. That's you. That's what you are facing and what you're doing and the success that you're having despite it all says a lot about you. So do it. Okay. The other thing is trying to automate anything that's repetitive in your business. So especially marketing tasks, there's so many things that can be automated, whether it's scheduling tools that if there's, you know, the same post that goes out in a Facebook group, use it, automate it, streamline that crap. Um, if there's a way for you to automate and streamline any business that's ad administrative tasks or social media or marketing, automation allows you to maintain that consistent online presence. And I can't say this enough. You are doing something and putting something out in the world that doesn't require your touch. Do it. Anything that can happen without me actually having to do it is like a blessing in my life. I truly wish that I had done more of this earlier on solely for the purpose that it makes business a hundred times easier. And when my kids were little, like when I had a three-year-old and a newborn and was in one of my crazy busiest seasons of my business, I wish I had done it because I was then trying to outsource during that crazy hectic time. And I had nothing documented. I had no systems. Everything was in my head. And even uh, even then, I didn't have the manpower or the mental capacity as a newborn mom, toddler mom, busy mom um, to document the processes then. So I just kind of threw things at people. Um, and to be honest, it didn't work great. But if I had taken the steps to automate things, therefore document and process them, it would have made it so much easier. And I would have been able to save myself hundreds of hours and so much energy. Um, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Would have been great. Should have been great. Wasn't. But we moved on and look where we are now. Lessons learned. So before we wrap up this episode, I want to share a couple more really practical tips incorporating different strategies into your marketing plans and incorporating them into your daily life as a mom, as a business owner. I want it, your business to be less 
I have to go figure out insert blank in my business right now. Like I have to go figure out my marketing right now for this week. I have to go figure out how I'm going to find my next client this week where it feels like wah, wah, wah. It's kind of sad, kind of boring, kind of blah. And I want it to feel more like I've got this. I've already got content on my phone from my parenting moments this week that I can turn into marketing materials. I've already got a plan in place so that I know when I'm making content this week. I've already batch created my content this week so that it's already going out and I don't have to worry about it. And I can focus on two weeks from now. I want it to feel positive and exciting, not terrifying, stressful, and overwhelming because I've been in both boats and I can tell you one's like a party and one is not. So number one thing that I was always terrible at doing myself, but that my team has really helped me with is creating a content calendar so that I don't have to think in the moment of what content I'm creating. I just go create it because I know what I need to create. Or my team sent me a message saying, dude, we need this now, like yesterday, because you were supposed to do it yesterday and you still haven't done it. <laughs> That's a sneak peek into the internal communications with Kate. Um, but it allows you to stay ahead of the game. So you're not in panic, stress, procrastination mode. Um, the consequences of procrastination suck. Speaking from a whole lot of experience, and it's a battle that I fight with every day. But if you can avoid it by creating things more efficiently and effectively, then do it. Plan out blog posts, plan out social media content, plan out your newsletters and other content so that it's just there and your team or you can just go copy, paste, done, boom, easy peasy. You don't have to procrastinate it. Just, you know, once you're doing it, it feels good. So just, you just got to do the thing. I'm not going to say just like, go eat the frog because it's easy because it's not easy coming from someone with ADHD. Uh, the fight of procrastination is brutal, but the reward, there's quite a bit of dopamine in that reward. So it's worth trying to figure out a way to go do it. Find a way to re reward yourself. I was talking with a friend this morning and he was like, you know, we always find a way to give ourselves a treat. Like, oh, what'd you do today? Well, I dropped my kids off at school on time. That deserves a little treat. Um, you know, we we're joking about all the ways that we could give ourselves a little treat in the day. And it's true. Those are rewards we can set up for ourselves. And that trip <laughs> treat might be a chocolate chip cookie. Um, but that treat might also be a coffee on your way to pick up the kids or simply like a pat on the back. Hell yes, you finally did it. Whatever it may be. So any way to help you stay organized, ensure that consistent online presence. And remove the need for daily decision-making, can I get a hell yeah? Because that's what a content calendar will do for you. And that's what my team has shown me that it can do for me, even though I struggle with it still. The next thing is don't be afraid to delegate or outsource. It's so helpful. Like so you're, you're ready before you know that you're ready and just do the thing. I promise it's easier. Um, it could be hiring a virtual assistant. Even if you are a virtual assistant, you can still have your own virtual assistant, um, a social media manager. Even if you're a social media manager, you can hire one for your own content. It could be a copywriter. It could be a funnel builder. It could be whatever the heck you need, a bookkeeper. Any way that you can outsource tasks that are not in your zone of genius allows you to free up time for the strategic aspects of your business that truly do need you and your genius. If you need to outsource, 
to someone who is a strategic person for your business. Also, okay. Know your zone. Play within it. Promise. It's the best advice you'll ever get in business. Focus on the tasks that align with your strengths and your passions and let the rest of it go. Lastly, let your marketing be integrated with your family activities. Find creative ways to integrate marketing into your family routine so it's not, oh, and I have to go do this, but oh, I made this while I was doing that. I recommend kind of brainstorming a list of ideas, whether it's family walks or um, bringing your kids in or doing activities with them that you can record in some way, shape, or form, even if it's planning an activity for your kids so that you have five minutes of silence to go create something yourself. Whatever it may be, combine some of that into your week, allow some of it to overlap, create marketing tasks that incorporate family activities so it's more enjoyable, more integrated, and not one more thing on your to-do list. And then they see what your business is like. And on that note, don't forget to celebrate milestones in your business and your marketing with your family. Acknowledge your wins. Celebrate the marketing milestones that you've achieved, whether it's new followers, whether it's, you know, um, an increase in the analytics for your socials, whatever it may be, but in celebrate them and include your family. It's positive reinforcement for you. It boosts morale for you, but it also allows your family and especially your kids to see that even though you miss out on certain activities or things due to business obligations and things that you just have to do that you can't miss out on in your business, your business is still thriving and it is affording you the opportunity to create those celebratory core memories for them. I remember celebrating wins in my mom's business when I was a kid. Those are core memories for me. I remember going and doing work with her. Those are core memories. Like some of the best things that we did revolved around those trips. And it was amazing. And we had crazy weird experiences, but I loved it. When we bring our kids into those moments and celebrate things with them, it's a chance for them to see what's on the inside. They get to see your successes and it's easier for them to be on board when the going gets tough too. So that, that is less on a marketing note and more on a in general note. But when you market and you have success and you bring them in, they see and understand why you're creating content or why that Instagram reel is important or why that TikTok is really important. You know, all those things that they see us on our screen or they see us pulled away, we're not doing it for nothing. So bring them in on the celebrations so you have a little less guilt or they have a little more understanding of why you're doing it. And lastly, most importantly, I want you to remember that nothing is or ever will be perfect. If you are waiting for perfection, stop. You might as well be wasting waiting for a ghost train. I promise you that. Perfection's never going to come. You'll always find a reason to improve or make it better or change it. Stop waiting. The key in marketing is to align the strategies with your own journey and make it in an integrated and sustainable part of your business routine. Perfection has no place there. I encourage you to experiment with these different strategies, adjust them, throw out the ones that just absolutely will not work for you or for your family, and just let them go. Zero judgment, zero criticism. You got this. 
take what you need, put them into place, go create content, put your marketing plan together because a successful business needs one and have fun with it. Okay. Promise me that you will go out there and have fun because you deserve it too. So that is a wrap on our first dive into marketing and strategies for busy moms like us. Now we will be diving more into different strategies, into creating your marketing plan. There's so much more to come, but I wanted to give you a taster of the really important elements you must consider before you even sit down to write your marketing plan. And I want you to remember mom life and your business journey, they should be a harmonious dance. What a struggle. We are getting off the struggle bus in 2024. Promise? I know a lot of promises. You got this. So if this episode resonated with you, be sure to share your thoughts with our community and share with us what you tried in your marketing strategies, what's working for you, and what absolutely is a no-go because we can all learn from those lessons. And don't forget, hit subscribe, leave a review, and let's keep the magic alive in the space we've created together. Heck, maybe even invite a friend or two. So get ready for the very next episode where I'll be diving into practical tips and personal stories on surviving the stress and the mental load of juggling parenting and business responsibilities. Trust me, it's been a roller coaster of lessons learned over the last 10 years, and I am opening up and sharing what I've tried, what didn't work, and what I swear by even today with my kids at the ages they're at now. So be sure to tune in, join us next week for the next episode. See you next time. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Moms Who Mean Business, the Kate Ratton podcast. We hope you enjoyed this roller coaster ride through the world of mom life and business. <laughs> Before we go, remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review if you loved what you heard today. Your feedback keeps this movement going strong, and it is so appreciated. If you've got questions, stories, or just want to say hi, don't be shy. We love hearing from you. Reach out to us on social media or drop by our website. Until next time, keep rocking life from school pickups to strategic huddles. You've got this, mama.